For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, Season 6, Episode 7, Brainstorming a Cyberpunk Story. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. All right, let's jump into this. We want to do a brainstorming session where you should see a bunch of professional writers trying to come up with a story. I have dug out a um, copy of my Dictionary of Gods and Goddesses, um, a mythology textbook I think I might or have used or Emily used in college. And I'm going to go to random pages and start throwing concepts out, and the team is going to build a story out of this. Okay. So we're going to start with the premise. The premise of our story, the core heart of our story, I'm going to throw three concepts at you. We will combine them into a story. One is Sanskrit. Okay. okay. The um, only I'm, concern with Sanskrit is that Neil Stevenson did that. But that, that was kind of snow crash, but that's, that's okay. That's fine. Go. That's okay. okay. Clay. Clay. That goes well with Sanskrit. Um, and um, Buddhism. Okay, so we've got some programmable clay that we're using with a uh, 3D. Someone has come up hey, with Hey, you want to know something neat? Haloisite clay. Yes. Haloisite clay contains nanoparticles and is actually a source of useful uh, radio, uh, radio blocking oh, nanoparticles. Um, they, they mine it here in Utah, haloisite clay. Um, so we've got a substance that, it, that okay. is very cyberpunky right there. Okay. So we've got a clay. What do we do? What's what's the premise behind this? Buddhism, Sanskrit, and clay. Um, I like Buddhism as a foundation for a groundbreaking new programming language. Okay, Buddhism. Okay. I could go there as a programming language. Okay, how does that work, techie person? That I I don't. How can Buddhism? Well, it's a programming language that, uh, that isn't used for programming computers, but uh, is actually used for programming reality itself. Okay. Programming minds. Programming people mentally. Mm -hmm. We could do that. Okay. There's just a lot more that can go wrong that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can use Sanskrit. We don't have to actually use the, the language Sanskrit. It doesn't Sanskrit. have to be Sanskrit. It could be any kind of... Cuneiform what are, well, what are the aspects of or? Sanskrit? Well, well Sanskrit yeah, was what they coded their laws in, wasn't it? It's famous for you know some of the first it's, records. It's the of, written version yeah. of, of uh, Hindi language, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Right, but um, Sanskrit is famous as a language for some of the the legal codes, isn't it? Am I wrong on that? That um, some of the first legal codes we have are written in Sanskrit, and it became uh, kind Hammurabi's of a language. law. Was that Sanskrit? 
I would totally research this if I were actually writing it. I know. It. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, well, exactly. <laughs> That's this, okay. This, this the is thing is, we, we don't have to be married yeah. to the words throw we some found. More, throw yeah. some more stuff we, we at us. If we correct the Sanskrit, all right, we're going to keep going. All right. This is what we're going to do with our character. Um, fire God. Nice. And um, pre-Christian. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's not hard with Sanskrit um, and Buddhism. Uh, sacrifice. And um, a traveler. Okay. All right. Uh, refining holoisite clays requires heat. Okay. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but who is our character? Well, the... Well, that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. This, this yeah. guy may be somebody who is... Working at Just an exceptional... Yeah, an exceptional... Uh, refiner of these holoisite nanoparticles. Okay, you we were talking about your car and how it was being chipped so that the engine would run more efficiently. If the fire god is refining, is refining the programming that controls the heat at which the holoisite clay is refined, and that affects some property about whether or not it can someone pick up and run with this. Okay, no, 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 that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. Um, the, well, let, uh, let me jump in here. Let's, yes. uh, let's point out that one of the reasons I grabbed this mythology textbook is, um, in, in cyberpunk in particular, I've noticed a lot of these themes of mythology and things like this are taken as metaphors um, in, the, in this sort of writing, meaning we're not going to write oh, a you know fantasy what? You're right. story. Pull, pull all the way back, yeah. pull all the way back from Fire God, yeah. and uh, Fire God becomes our, you know, the, a corporation right. that is in a position of, well, corporation in a position of power, duh. Right. Um, but <laughs> but uh, our, our main corporation, yeah, Fire God represents our corporation. Okay. And we're not looking, like the character is not going to be a Fire God. That's not cyberpunk. Right, right. The mm -hmm. character could be named after an ancient fire god, and that is a metaphor for who, who he is and what he does. Um, but, yeah. He, he is Vulcan Holoisite Enterprise's lead engineer. Yes. And, and we've, we've tied those things together. Okay. Um, He's the lead engineer for, um, for something that refines this, um, this clay. And how do we work the cyberpunk? How do we work the, the punks in this? He's on the wrong side. So... That's a, that's a story right there. He's on the side of the corporations. Well, one of the, the aspects that cyberpunk frequently uses is getting stuff on the black market. Okay. Uh, people mm -hmm. who cannot afford whatever really cool property this is. Okay, so is he selling our clay on the black market, or does he find something on the black market? Or he, he could be uh, skimming off from his company. He could be in charge of... Uh, of buying and selling this clay and uh, is, you know, keeping a little bit, fixing okay. the book so that he has extra he can sell. Right. We got nanoparticles in the clay. Nanoparticles are perfect for, um, for circuitry, for tattoo circuitry. Okay. Okay. Which okay. was, you know, last week's writing prompt. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's so people are getting, tattoos. people are getting, people are getting black market uh, tattoos. They're not paying the licensing fees in for Sanskrit. the tattoos. And he's a, yes. and he's a light, well, yeah, they use San, they, Sanskrit designs, at the macro scale, at the micro scale, obviously it's written in Buddhism. Um, uh, <laughs> Actually, but well, let me let me finish yeah. He's, because I'm coming around to here. He's the guy who's responsible for licensing enforcement, and he's discovered a great way to enforce the the licensing on their stuff. Unfortunately, your tattoo will kill you if you got a black market tattoo and you run afoul of the. Licensing okay. scanner. It's got DRM on it, and if you try to remove the, the DRM, DRM, the DRM will now kill the person wearing the black market uh, tattoo. That's, that's too easy. It's it's we got to go with this programming. It will rewrite you. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you try to um, get bypass the DRM and someone releases a hack that starts rewriting the DRM. And we have the it. zombie apocalypse. Yes. Um, no, zombie apocalypse <laughs> too. But it starts like, let's let, you know, they, they put this thing in here. Someone put a back door in. And now there is actually a disease. It's not a disease, but it's a programming disease. It's like, you know, you shake hands with it's someone. It's a computer and virus. You, the virus transfers into your tattoo. And it's okay, where doing are you going to go, Mary? I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, um, one, of the, one of the things that I was thinking with the, the fire gods is that um, traditionally they're lame. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, and, and that was because a process, they, they think, um, smiths of the period were frequently lame because of a process in bronze smelting. Okay. Um, so I was thinking that if, if one of the reasons that he turns is because of something that goes wrong with him, so he is, okay. he has already been crippled by this back door. Okay, let's find out That's what the back cool. door's doing. I am going to throw okay. some more words more at you. Okay, more random words. Oh, wait, let's wait. do our book of the week. Oh. Hey, writers, are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay. As long as we're talking about random words, let's... Yeah. Book of the week. Um, let's promo... Um, Dan, you were going to promo a Philip yes, K. Dick book. Yes, um, my very and now now Philip K. Dick is, I guess, on the fringes of cyberpunk. I won't claim uh, that he is exactly, but whatever. My favorite Philip K. Dick book is *A Scanner Darkly*, uh, which is about a uh, policeman who uh, is in the drug squad and is hired to uh, hunt down himself. Essentially, uh, there's a drug that people are taking that causes uh, schizophrenic reactions, and so he kind of separates into two people it's a brilliant story it's very cool um kind of grungy southern california version of cyberpunk so doesn't uh, it predate cyberpunk by a couple of decades yeah oh, that, which is why i don't no say it's exactly it's a great, the thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, has, yeah. It, it has a lot of the same themes yeah. in it um in, in, as in especially when it comes to 
loss of identity and uh, so very very entertaining how technology and a good, affects a human. and a good research project mm -hmm. go to uh, uh, audiblepodcast.com/excuse 14 day free trial membership and have a listen to a scanner darkly by Philip K Dick excellent all right i opened up and picked the first two words that popped out at me alternative name okay and coconut Coconut, huh? Coconut. It's what was there. Okay, I, I want to know before we figure out what the, the how the hack changes that tattoos. Yeah. Let's get, what, what do the tattoos do when they're working properly? Well, that's, is it just a connectivity thing? Is it the new iPhone? I would argue that's a combination of uh, connectivity and um, and augmentation. Yeah. What if um, what if people have been you know hanging out in cyberspace? Um, and loving that, you know, we've got a cyberspace that's grown. People are loving that what you can do in cyberspace and are getting frustrated with real life because they, their bodies aren't capable of some of the cool things in cyberspace. And so the tattoos are an attempt to jump back into reality to augment and the human body. And still be body as cool as your WoW character. And make you as cool as your WoW character. Okay. What if, can I offer an alternate? Yeah. What about, uh, what if they, it uh, makes your skin solar? Okay. So it's a way of calorie reduction. Okay. I would say that we could do both of those. That could just be one of the main uses. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, the other thing is it could, uh, it could work as a, as a signal mechanism. Um, you know, the, you've used, used a you know, GPS device right. that tells you, you know, turn left here. We've got this set of tattoos on you, and you've decided where it is you want to go, and you're not seeing the map necessarily, you are being prodded, you are being guided by pleasure oh, okay. and pain and hot and cold but sensations. Let's not even do that, that's just no sensations, it's just, you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn off, um, you know, and just start walking, and you can go on autopilot, and your feet will just take you there. That's cool. That's even better. Mm -hmm. It's because like self-driving gives... cars. Uh, I have oh. problems with that, because your skin does not have that control, and that's giving you a much deeper right, but physiology. I, you know, these things, I, I mean, the tattoos could go down into your nervous system. Like, yeah. You know, they show up on your skin as a well, tattoo. No, but Mary, you're, okay. you're absolutely right, and that's why it makes a great reveal later in the book. You find out that the tattoos, you know, in order to enable certain functionality, um, you, you turn this on, and the tattoos migrate into deep muscle structure, deep neurological structure, um, and do horrible, horrible things, like giving you an autopilot. Well, maybe, maybe their surface use is kind of a very simple RFID kind of coding. It, so as you walk down the street, it will simultaneously broadcast and pick up who everyone else is, what they're doing, you know, their, their Facebook status update kind of thing. Uh, and so it's a connectivity thing that is eventually revealed to have this much more invasive it's 20, it's, effect. Uh, it's it's uh, 21st century pheromones. Yeah. You... you you go out on a date and you can immediately tell by tattoo contact whether or not this person likes you. Mm -hmm. yeah, but th that's not something that you have to do with Yeah, it's not tattoo. something you have to do with the tattoo. That's what I keep running into in my head is why are they tattoos? Yeah, and that's part of the reason that I thought that the solar might be solar interesting. Solar might be interesting, okay. and that, yeah. that the reason that they're tattoos is, be is to get around the problem of no one is going to want... Right. solar on their body, but if it's, if it's designer... It, it could also just be the fact that um, these things need power. Yeah. Um, and the human body, you know, rather than you eating okay, no, twice the, you, as much. There's a great, well, there's a great visual aspect yeah. of it. You know, you've got these tattoos. They want to be, they, they want to be self-powering. And so people are regularly stripped to the waist. Um, so you are seeing. Or further. Um, <laughs> but 
here's here's the thing. I mean, you could go dystopian a little bit more with this by saying, you know, we've the planet is populated so much that there is no food. Mm-hmm. Uh, food is a premium. Being able to buy and afford food, that's something you do, you know, on a date you can go out and have a dessert, and that's the only food you'll eat that week. Everything else is you're you're powered by so your this tattoos. Is yeah. Photosynthetic tattoos. Yeah. Okay. You and your tattoos are powered and making food, you know, that that's a very that would be a very cool cyberpunk thing. Yeah. Uh, making something common now be just, you know, my inner chemist yeah. has bad news for us about the amount of surface area required uh, for those <laughs> to actually power you. But what it may mean is that you spend most of your time just lying down plugged into the plugged into the world while your tats soak That's up true. enough energy Which for you to go for a walk. The Which Pacific might mean Northwest is that, depopulated. Uh, that humans become uh, nocturnal because we need to spend our days powered down in the sun. Right. And I mean, then we're is, awake at night. You know, and the title, of, the title of the book is Sunburn. <laughs> since we're writing cyberpunk, I mean, we do have to explore the actual science of it, um, which mm-hmm. is what we're doing. I mean, the question that comes to me is, why don't they just have solar panels, everybody, and have everyone live underground? And then you could just have people plug in and get powered. You wouldn't need the tattoos, but um, I, we probably don't have time here to talk about the I was going to say, we haven't, we haven't even the, gotten to plot. But yeah. maybe the, these are... Maybe that's why there's a black market for them is because the being plugged in underground. Okay. And so the black market is this is this is the high high end version right, of solar. Right. That that's a good idea. Okay. No, I like that because the idea being, um, you can. We're getting into you plug in every night. Mm-hmm. You don't eat. You go plug in. Right. Uh, which is just a fascinating concept that I don't actually think I've read. I'm sure someone's done it, but you go home and you plug in, and if you're Wealthy, you can afford these tattoos, um, and you don't have to plug in. You don't have to be, you know, you can, you can move around more, you know, yeah. you, something like that. It, it can so be very in, in terms of figuring out the chemistry, you go home, you plug in, and something in your system is using the electricity to convert something else in your system to glycogen, yes. which, your cells can, right. which your cells can then use. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and there will also need to be some sort of mechanism for... Uh, you know, materials to allow your cells to repair themselves, right. which is probably why, you know, you're eating the equivalent of brick dust uh, <laughs> once a week just so you get the, the minerals and the raw right. nutrients. Right, And well, that's what the clay is for. That's the clay. you got to eat a couple the, of bricks. You're eating the clay. Just and, to give yourself the raw minerals your body and, requires. And my inner scientist who knows how much holoisite clay is in Utah says we're going to run out of food really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it makes a great tattoo. It doesn't make a meal. Um, All right, um, plot. We've got just a few minutes left. Let's see if we can if we can pull a pot, plot out of this. I mean, basically, we wanted to brainstorm the situation mostly because we're talking about a situation. We're talking about cyberpunk. But our plot is um, the patron saint of Spain, <laughs> concerned with restoring lost or stolen property, and um, a let's see. Um, Brewing of alcohol. Oh, okay. what can you do with that, guys? Come on, you're creative. Well, well let's lost combine or stolen them. property is easy to deal with. Yeah, yeah. lost but, or stolen uh, property we already we already touched on uh, to an extent, um, and maybe what they're attempting to restore. Um, yeah, I mean, the world that we've built is awfully darn dystopic. Yep. And uh, if somebody is working to uh, reverse things, if somebody is working to make the world better, um, and it wouldn't be cyberpunk. 
No, no it, can, <laughs> it can certainly be cyberpunk. Yeah, they just they have just, to be working against an overwhelming force. Yeah, they're working um, against an overwhelming mm-hmm. force, and they fail at least partially, and so we end up with an unexpected result. Yeah. So maybe Which I haven't expected. Right. So maybe this is not the, uh, the, the need to plug in is available worldwide, but is, is uh, not everywhere. Like some places still can grow food and mm-hmm. still do, uh, depending on the country. For instance, Spain. Yes. <laughs> being a, uh, at, at this point in the future, having a fascist regime is very controlling and still has food. Okay. Well, Spain today has become... Um, one of, if not the most uh, foodie destinations yeah. for travel in mm. the entire world. Maybe it retains that uh, reputation as food capital of the world, and that's where the rich people go when they want to eat real food. Right. There you go. There are all sorts of cool things we could do with this. I th- I, I'm very All of our calories have been imported from Barcelona. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Where we need to go here is we didn't spend enough time on character. We didn't have time for it. The character needs a conflict, um, needs a problem, um, and a personality. And we've both mostly given them a world to reside in. Um, but uh, hopefully... We had such fun creating that world, yeah. though. Yeah, that's wow. what we, we tend to get sidetracked in these and focus only on the world. But um, I allowed it in this one because it's cyberpunk. We're looking mm-hmm. at the, the yeah. world. And what you should take away from this is how we tried to take everything and focus it on more of the dystopian plus real-world science extrapolated kind of in a scary way, um, mixed with um, just kind of near-future what-ifs. Um, and hopefully that'll work for you. All right, Mary, writing prompt. Come up with a uh, cyberpunk world, and for your seed for it, think about penguins. Okay, penguins <laughs> in a cyberpunk world. Nice. This has been Write Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Just don't write Happy Feet. (laughs) I don't know. The cyberpunk Happy Feet, I would watch. (laughs) Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.